This episode was recorded before the SAG-AFTRA strike commenced. We at Atomic Broadcasting wish to show solidarity in their fight for a livable wage. To learn more about SAG-AFTRA, feel free to follow the links in the show notes. You are listening to an Atomic Broadcasting production. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the feature presentation. And remember, do your part, such as like, comment, rate, and don't forget to tell a friend to tune in for an Atomic Time. Now, where did we leave off? Ah, yes. The party made their destination of Copperburgit, leaving the icy giant behind. While attempting to relax at the inn, Hamir recalled a mysterious sphere that almost got him killed. Alwood heard this musing, which rang a bell in his own memory. So I have a suspicion that Facebook is trying to play matchmaker because for the last like year and a half, Facebook has been sending me friend suggestions like every other day for some random unmarried female in my area. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook matchmaking. (laughs) I'm married and I get the same thing, except I think half of them are also married. I mean, isn't that what Facebook was originally designed for? No. 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 Actually, it was built as a business thing. And oh. then it switched over to like. I mean, they have and then the freaking dating thing on it now. I, I feel which is okay. Stupid. So here's here's the thing. I think that everybody on Facebook, if you're gonna put a profile picture, make it of yourself, and no. that you can actually see yourself. No. no. Well, like, who's gonna like? <laughs> if you try to add me, I'm not gonna add you if you're a picture of like. I haven't changed my profile picture. In over like thirteen years, is it you though? No, I've changed mine recently. Whoa. I don't because I deleted Facebook. Mine's from like two thousand nineteen. Yeah, but is it 18? you? Yes, it is me though. Then there you go. I have long flowing hair, same as right Look now. Look at that hair. Jenkins has big hair. I do. I hate my hair. And I like your hair. Why? Thank nice you. and curly. Why do you hate your hair? It doesn't do things. Well, it does do things. Well, that people's hair doesn't do things. <laughs> I, I would say that unless you're the okay, Marvel so character, Abby, Sven. Mm-hmm. You both comb your hair, mm-hmm. and f- for the most part, it stays I where you want it. I don't think Sven combs no, his hair. Well, no, like it, it stays in the, a general shape. I think Sven speaks, and his hair just like does. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> my hair, if I comb it, it. It, it just ignores well, what I wanted to do. Well, you have curly hair. You're not really supposed to comb it out. I know, but it just You have to use listen. other things like hairspray from the 80s. No. I yeah. but That way you have a built-in helmet. <laughs> like my aunt. <laughs> Speaking of hair helmets, last time we left off with Hamir remembering this sphere that had nearly cost him his life. And talking about that reminded... Alward of a sphere that he has in his possession. Alward. What's the what's the dwarf's name? Dolvin. That was not Dolvin. It wasn't? I thought that was Dolvin. No. It was f- given to you by Bran Ketnil. Hey, wait. Oh. That's not the same guy I took it from, is it? No. That was a, is a weird name similar to that. Wait, so I didn't remember it then. Did Bran hire me or did Dolvin hire me? Dolvin hired. Well, 
It's yes. complicated. Okay, uh, we'll move on. Bran was the guy who scouted you. Yeah. Okay. For and Dolphin. he's the one who gave me the. Ah, uh, he went to one of. I your... got confused about my dwarves whenever I saw him in the previous you went to episode. One of your college There's or just AAA a lot of dwarves around here. So many. Dwarves. It's okay to guess. A dwarf at a nearby so table is like, hey, dwarves. <laughs> Why? Uh, uh, um, town back to where we were yeah. doing. Uh, so Bran. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bran, as you, I don't know why I'm telling you his name, a dwarf gave me this, and then I, I pull out the thing. Is it shiny? Is it shiny? Is that the same thing? Imagine a sapphire that has been bespeckled with the night sky of stars. Ooh. He has never described this item to me before, by the I way, guys. I like Is that. this the thing? That's mine. You can't it have it. Is not big enough to oh. be what you had. I'm assuming it can fit in my hand. No, uh, the thing I had was like this big. But did it look like this? It's like as big as your head. But did it look like this? Ah, uh, that's a good question. What is this? Did it look like that? <laughs> I asked but you bigger? when you had it, if you opened the package to look at it, and you said, no, it's none of my business. Oh. It's a marble. But so. I know who might have some more information about it. I just rolled a so. 19 on a crafting check to get information. Hold your hand, Uver. <laughs> <laughs> Read aura. Hold your hand. Detect magic. What does it do? Lick it. No. I'm trying to figure that out. Why do you have I'm trying it? to answer. <laughs> it's Italian. It's an Italian orb. It's an Italian orb. So... Holding it now, thinking of the context of what Hamir has mentioned about like somebody from the Infernal Mining Company trying to kill him to get a large sphere, holding this smaller sphere in your hand, having handled spell catalysts very recently, and having seen the golems that guard the entrance to the Copperbergit Mine, you think you may be holding in your hand the key to the engine that powers these golems. So like a, like a, uh, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? <laughs> a core. Similar. Yeah. This could be one of the first examples on Galarian of hybrid technology. Oh. Like tech and magic hybrid? or mm-hmm. That's from Starfinder. <laughs> <laughs> so do I know, do I get a sense as to what it would do? Power. It's <laughs> Oh my <laughs> It would turn it on. I have power. It would turn it mm. on. Mm. It's a self renewing battery in a sense. Self what? Self renewing battery. Lick it. What happened? <laughs> I ju- I did say to lick it. And that's where we'll end this. I didn't say anything, so like hey. people are just gonna be confused. Hey, Uver's done a few crazy things. Your turn. <laughs> I would lick no. Um, I put it on my head. <laughs> But I don't have a clue as to what, mechanically speaking, it would do for me. You're not even 100% sure that's what it is. Oh. But you've got a theory now. Hmm. Read Aura. If Albert is willing. Diverse lore! Uh, Come here. Sure. Uh, Give it back. Of course. It is imbued with conjuration magic. There's uh, conjuration magic in this. I mean, that makes sense, considering it's meant to power golems. And It wouldn't hurt if you let me go ahead and die first, Lord. I'm not trying to determine whether or not I will let you roll. 
I'm trying to determine whether or not I have something for you to roll for. What do you mean? Like, do I have more information that I can uh, give you right now? Oh, no. 26. Well, that would be a success. No, Let we'll, me think. We'll, we can think back on it later. With your esoteric lore and drawing on, like, folklore and what you've heard and rumors and stuff like that, this really stands out to you as being similar to, like, the cores and uh, technology and stuff such that works with androids, but maybe a little bit cruder than that, but definitely far more advanced than what is used in constructs. Automatons, right? Androids don't have cores. Yeah, they do. Do they? Oh, no, sorry, not androids, automatons. Right, automatons have cores, androids have more of like a personality matrix. So it's like falling somewhere between automatons and androids in the level of sophistication. Oh, so it can hold a soul? Like an android? It might have the potential to do that. Oh. Interesting. But why would somebody give you that? Honestly, I thought it was a bribe. Uh, I made very clear that I could not accept it if it was a bribe. um, Because I wanted to be an impartial judge. Um, And then he said, it's not a bribe. Uh, And he said, I could keep it if you'd like. And then I was like, no, I'll take it. Because I thought it was going to be something useful. And then I forgot I kind of owned it for a little bit. Well, as I mentioned to Uver before, <coughs> I have a friend in Tom Grove that can give us information. And he's the one who hired me to go um, pick up and deliver that sphere. He might have some more information on these as well. Might be able to learn some more while we're there. So, you almost... And I turn to my family, and I'm just like, maybe I shouldn't speak about this now. And I sort of just stop. Your mom's just looking at you really oddly, like, is there, are you, is there some secret going on? I just, I don't want you to worry. It's fine. Albert, if something's going on, I, I need to know. No. I mean, if I'm worried about you, I want to be worried because I know what's going on. Well, then can you cover her ears? And I point to uh, Lena. Lena stubbornly puts her hands like over her ears, but like splays her hands uh, so put, she can still hear. Put your fingers in I, your ear and swirl. I, I can see <laughs> that they're not covered, Lena. Lena's just like, fine. I guess the grown-ups are talking. And she just like slides out of her seat under the table and just like crawls out into the so floor. Dramatic. <laughs> I can picture that I, so vividly. <laughs> Uh, so d- is she like far enough away? She's going over and talking to Dane, who's not really doing much right now. But Dane's like, "Oh, hi!" And they okay. start talking. She's That's like, fine. "Give me a cold one." Passes her some water with ice. <laughs> and then, uh, milk then, on the rocks. And then he's like, "How was your day?" She's like, "Let me tell you about it." <laughs> uh, so you, you should I be worried that I have this since you were almost killed for a bigger one? Uh, Not to mention everything yeah, else. Assuming it's the same thing. Also, assuming anybody knows you have it. That is true. Well, one person at least knows that. But I, I would trust Trav to give us the right kind of information. Why would they give this to me? For fun. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I like your kind of fun. All right. Well, it seems like you have a track record of people giving you maybe uh, he was important things. Maybe he was looking so. for someone to drop it off with and then pick up from later. That Safekeeping. It didn't seem like that. It it felt like a bribe. Maybe he thought you knew what it was. 
Maybe he knew you didn't I know what it was, and therefore did not. I even asked him, "What is this?" Maybe he was given some prophetic vision by Farazma or some crap. Uh, I don't know much about that's other too, gods. That's too much variables as to why you were given that. That's fair, I suppose. So, well, we're in Tom Grove. We'll just make sure we can ask Trav if we can find him. Uh, what to do? What it is? He should know, depending on how he is. What does that mean? Well, we'll find him in either one of three situations. (laughs) One, he'll be the richest man in town, living in the biggest house in town. Two, he'll be destitute on the street, possibly starving to death. Three, uh, he might be set up for execution or something. He's sitting in prison because they found out he was involved with it. Can we... So there's there's either good, not as good, but still fine... (laughs) Or we'll have to break him out of Bef- prison. Before we meet your <laughs> friend, friend bad, can the we ugly. Yeah. give my family shelter? Oh, yeah. I mean, my home is nearby there. Okay. Vilia's Trav was just actually like... a friend of your father. He was our commanding officer when we started, but he lost his arm and leg about five years into our service. Does he have a replacement? Sometimes. <laughs> Depends on if he's lost them or not. He sounds like a man of variable luck. He has a lot of contacts. Well, he knows a lot of people. And he lives hard. Velia's just like looking between the two of you. And she's just like, You've chosen some interesting bodyguards, Albert. I didn't choose them, they were chosen. Oh, okay. That's, that's that's true. Salazar hired us all for yeah. this book yeah. job. I think I think you are the only one who I technically chose. Because I knew your father. Yeah. Nepotism. Bodyguards <laughs> are chosen for the job. Uh, I, regardless of what who chose who and uh, bodyguard, uh, right? Uh, I think that it would be best to get some more information. Well, yes. And I think that you better keep that orb hidden. I mean, I was just going to flash it around town. No, I'm going <laughs> to probably forget I own it again. And then I put it back in my backpack. 20 more episodes later. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. And we can't forget that. I don't know if I should speak of this right now with your mother. Velia just crosses her arms and scowls at you. Please speak freely as long as Lena's not here. Well, and then I kind of... (laughs) (laughs) I thought you told us not to speak freely in front of your mother. Howard! That was like two days ago, okay? (laughs) Hey, man, we need some vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, your father didn't seem too pleased with it, so I thought I'd say something. One by one, people leave the table to go He's get vegetables. Dead. I know it's annoying. <laughs> Maybe just ignore <laughs> him for now until it's we need It's really him. hard. Howard, don't say that in front of your mother. She knows. <laughs> we wept together for I several was, years. I was told she was sensitive about it. <laughs> <laughs> she was. That's why she was at her room. How much? 
how much have you all been talking about me behind my back? <laughs> he is a very difficult person to work with under. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are a researcher. I did mention yeah. that. Yes. No, oh, you're not with, a bodyguard. Yeah. With. Uh, with. We're all bodyguards for each other. All five of us see the combat. Sure. <laughs> all five of us kill things. It happens. I, I have not. All right. Children, if there's something important going on, I need to know. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah, I'm like your age. No, she's like 200. Oh, right. I, I, she's now. This one, she's I old. think, is older than you. With, with all respect, I, I think I am a bit older than even you. Well, if you're acting like children. Do you see what I have to deal with? I am starting to understand why you told them to just keep quiet and not tell me anything. Yes. They seem like a very uncoordinated bunch. I tried to pull the mom card, and they all ignored me. They get off top. Well, to be fair, I don't think she has... I've never had a mother. A mother. He's too (laughs) old. She just that out so fast. (laughs) She's too old to have a mother. He probably has never seen his mother. I don't have a mother. I never had a mother. And I don't know how long dwarves live. She says it laughing, to be honest. I am 300 years old. I don't believe you. That I you should see his brain. <laughs> you should see his product line. It's missing some big parts. He was a dwarf and Alzheimer's. <laughs> you can see his brain. Trust me, he's old. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to go check on Lena, make sure she's not bothering the staff. Oh, she's in good hands. Dane doesn't do anything. Valia goes over to attend to Lena. Sorry, ma'am. She ignores you. (laughs) (laughs) What was I supposed to say? Himir looks off to the side of Noah. Literally nothing. Anyway, what are we talking about? Zephyr, the helmet. Wait, what? What? We're on the helmet. What? No. I believe that was what he was avoiding talking about. Yes. Um, You? Yes. What about the helmet? The fact that the ice golem only attacked him until the very end. Oh, it's most likely because of the health. Salazar's walking up to the table. (laughs) Salazar, you're back. Salazar, do you know anything about helmets? No. No. Stop it. it. Stop Stop it. I I don't understand. Is this some sort of It's a game he likes. No, it's a game he likes to play. It's called Slap Hands. It always starts with that question. Anyway, uh, uh, we have the things that you were... (laughs) Write down these rules. Uh... uh, <laughs> what are we gonna do? Slap his rule deception. Rule is you ask how you feel I about helmets? Do I need to? Salazar, did you receive the books? Ah, yes, they did arrive. It was excellently done. Um, I wasn't expecting you all to come with Alward. Surprise! We have business elsewhere nearby. They um, and we want our money. The, yeah. They oh. Also that. So Salazar hands out little bags of coin that have all been pre-measured out for the payment he had promised in advance. Uh, Have you gotten any further with the research? Oh, indeed I have. Why? And he pulls out this satchel and just starts dumping research material on the table. Ah, watch my Um, food. Oh, good grief. Just gonna take that as my cue to leave. Oh, this is very fascinating. What what did you find? And at this point, 
Uver and Salazar go on for a while. I would like to be a part of this. Oh, Uver and Salazar and Alward go on for a while. In summary, they've been collecting data using their charcoal rubbings and stuff and comparing notes and trying to find like repeating patterns and stuff like that. So they've come up with the same thing that you had discovered kind of in that flash of insight of it is an inscription of some kind that it's like reading, writing something out that you could read, but it's not like meant to trigger magical effects. So they do match Uver's runes, but they do not match anything that you found like in terms of like, the text that was used to write the books mm. in the old library. I am unsure if I want to swap and try to learn the runes. Hmm. <laughs> I, I would say, my friend, it is very difficult to learn these runes. I have literally had them on myself, and I have made very little progress. Well, that I remember. No, no, no offense, Uver, uh, but how many languages do you speak? I speak three, but... Uh, and how old are you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's lost so much memory. He used to speak 25. He's <laughs> <laughs> forgotten how. Most of my research has been on these runes alone. Right. Not on other languages. Right. He's gonna duck. I speak six languages. Oh, that's all? And I'm constantly learning more, and I am over ten times younger than you. Very impressive, young lad. I'm just saying, give me a chance, and I can see what I can do. Perhaps then you can start by trying to write some out. If you need help Mm. researching, I can reach your back. What? Well, he obviously can't see his back, no, so how's I, he going to see the ones I on his back? I have my own notes of my runes. How did you do that? <sighs> Mirrors. Mirrors. It's, it's called a mirror. Two of them. Provided that uh, we have sufficient time, give me about a week, week and a half, and I'll see what I can do. I am interested to see what you can find. I'm changing my downtime activity, Jordy. As Uver just kind of glances up at Salazar like, young kids. Salazar just has a look on his face like, I just was in the middle of a very awkward conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going back to Joel? No. no. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm not. By the way, I would suggest uh, staying here for at least two months. Uh, well, I'll stay here as long as the... Ah, the dwarves will have me. Although I do get the sense I'm overstaying my welcome. Just don't go to Joel. That's really all. I think that's just dwarves in general. I I get that feeling every time I'm near Uver. (laughs) I don't mean to pry, but Uver, have you been giving them trouble? Uh, Honestly, I'm not entirely certain where this is coming from. Uh, Amir, like, starts chuckling to himself and gets up and leaves. <laughs> well, you do definitely seem like the most agreeable chap of the lot to me, I must say. No offense to all of you, but we are kindred spirits. Our just oh, like, am I chap liver? <laughs> I may have stuck my foot in my mouth. It, it, it is no matter. Uh, please continue. Let us continue with your research. Ah, yes, indeed. Uh, on to subjects of more importance. 
and he continues showing you diagrams and you know suggestions and theories. Nerds. When uh, they start going back into their research, I was just going to pull out his book and then uh, start writing down, like trying to translate the room. And then Zephyr, much like Lena, just slides down the chair <laughs> and then shimmies out the table. <laughs> it's a little more awkward because he's a little taller. I could go play slap hands and with Lena. has a Lena. shield. Don't play slap hands with my sister. <laughs> She slaps you in the face. Ah, that's the spirit. <laughs> and then we cut to Zephyr being thrown out of the tower. You're just mad because I'm the slaphead champion. <laughs> and on that note, you've all rented rooms in the Cheery Martin to spend the night. And as each of you are returning back to your own individual rooms to spend that night, our camera's going to focus in on Hamir's room. Hamir walks into his room, closes the door, locks it, closes the blinds, and sets his chalice down. They would probably be shutters, but continue. I don't care. <laughs> the windows are now blocked. <laughs> um, and as he's kind of staring at the chalice, um, he feels... Like the chains on his arm are starting to tighten. Well, at the same time, he kind of pulls down a part of his shirt and looks down at his skin. And there looks like there's movement underneath the skin. And he feels the chains continue to tighten more. And then he starts hearing like people yelling and shouting as like like a, like a angry mob type situation and he kind of closes his eyes and grips tightly on the chains and he opens his eyes for a second and he's like chained up in the middle of a crowd as like they're all bringing up like fire up towards him and then he flashes out of that for a second takes a step back lets the chains kind of fall off his arm onto the ground sees his chest isn't really moving around like it was and then he just lays on top of his bed to fall asleep and we fade out to black I'm sorry <laughs> the next morning we are in the common area of the tavern uh, Alward is already up sitting at a table sipping on a coffee he's just finished brewing as Uver comes down the stairs uh, as you come down the stairs uh, a cup of coffee is going to be floated to you by an ethereal magic hand oh uh, thank you I, I appreciate it uh, yes of course um, I wanted to uh, talk to you real fast uh, about um, well, really more so apologize. I didn't mean to make it seem uh, that you didn't know anything, uh, if that's the way it came across last night. Um, oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it is, is, I think I should apologize that as well, that you you are a, a very bright young man, and, and it is, even as old as I am, it is impolite to to disregard what you have accomplished and I was speaking I I was tired and I am it is something that is uh, uh, sensitive I, I would say um, 
but uh, I thank you for the apologies. Uh, right. Um, what? Uh, so, and uh, I'm going to uh, bring out uh, a book which you've seen before. I've written in it before. I'm going to lay it down. Um, it's like, so uh, this book, um, it was passed to me uh, when my father uh, died in the war. I'm not sure if. Moving on. It allows me to learn languages at a, 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 an expedited rate. Uh, the only issue is, is I have to be able to write the languages in it. Ah. So I was thinking maybe since we weren't in the room anymore and we I had the markings to go off of, I would still be able to write it. No. Uh, so I'm, it's going to probably take me longer than expected to learn this language. I was going to go into the mine before I gave my uh, decision, just in case they decided we weren't allowed in uh, after that, uh, and get some charcoal rubbings. I was wondering if you wanted to come along. Well, does, uh, does it have to be you that writes in the book? I, I'm the only one attuned to the book, so yes. Ah. It, it's a family lineage thing, I think, as well. I see, I see. Oh, that... I, I understand. Um... Well, I, I think we can uh, uh, go into the... I would like to see the room again. I. We should wait to tell everybody. Or we could leave now if you feel competent enough that we could take on whatever threats exist in there. Um, I'll leave a note or something. Oh, we, we only have the uh, Duergar to worry about. And I assume at this point that the researchers are possibly posted as the guards mm. as the junction. Otherwise, I don't see any danger in, in going. But if, if you wish to wait for the rest of the party, I, I, I will not mind. Uh, well, I also uh, want to see if I can't find and speak with Bran, the one who made the golems, uh, due to the things that we found out last night about the object uh, that I have. Um, so, And I have a thing I need to do later today about deliberating about who owns the mine, so the, the, the sooner the better, I, I think... Well, then I don't think there's a reason why we have to wait. Oh, okay. Uh, g- give me one second, and then I'm going to hastily scrawl on um, a piece of paper and give it to the bartender, just being like, this is where we are, we'll be back, kind of thing for the rest of the party. Perfect. And then we leave. Goodbye. Your note in place, your party assembled, the two of you head out on the path you've once traveled before to reach the mine. It is much less uh, nerve-wracking now that you're more experienced, more powerful. You feel much more capable of handling whatever might come your way as you go through. But fortunately, there are no centipedes this time or Duragar to harass you, and you make the cave safely. As we walk into the room, um, Uver turns to Alward and says, So I, I realize we were interrupted uh, quite rudely by those uh, Duragar last time, but I only really uh, went apart the, the south side of this room. What is there? But I, I understand there was something odd about the, the north side of the room, uh, near the, any points to the statue. Uh, I don't. I mean, I, I got real sad about that, but um, it, I, I, I couldn't... I thought that was just a me thing, I'm going to be honest. Uh, Hamir said something about it being a curse. Oh, maybe it wasn't a me thing. Um, maybe it was everyone, I don't know. I, I feel like I was the only one who was crying, aside from 
Yeah, no, I think I was the only one who cried. I I wonder if I could go and uh, study the runes on that side and perhaps gain some insight on my end. Uh, but if you could pull me back from uh, the area, perhaps you you are no longer affected by it or not. It doesn't seem to be too dangerous, considering it only made you sad. Uh, if you, I'm going to go to the not cursed side of the room to see if I can get any rubbings and if the rubbings work. Uh, but yeah, if you want to go over there, maybe you can figure out what that statue is. I can take a look at it. Uh, unfortunately, we were uh, a bit rushed the last time and I do want to check out the rest of the room. That's why I've been wanting to come back. Cry if you need help, I guess. I'm going to go. I, I, I will call if I need help. And Uver starts walking towards the statue. Perfect. So as Uver starts heading over to the other side of the room where the statue is, Alward goes up to one of the walls and pressing a blank leaf of paper against the wall, begins rubbing charcoal on to take on rubbings of the text. And as you begin to rub, it like takes on the the, the etchings and everything and, and puts them on the page. And as you're familiar with how your book should work, on the opposite leaf should appear similar writings that have just translated it into your common, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming you would you'd be most comfortable reading it in Taldane. Yeah. And as you do so, it begins putting charcoal rubbings on the other side, but it's just blank charcoal. So it's like where it's like charcoal and then just a blank space where words should be? More like if you had just rubbed charcoal on a blank slate. It's just like a charcoal rub. Oh, so it's like the whole page is just covered in charcoal. Yeah. Hmm. Um, that, that hasn't happened before. Um... And then I'm going to start making my way back to Uver. As you look over your shoulder, turning around, you see Uver as he walks up to the statue. And Uver, I'm going to need a will save. I thought so. Weren't you the only one who didn't make a will save last time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a natural one. Oh! <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, no. I, I do have a hero point. That's not worth it. That's not worth it. So. This is awesome. I think I also Unless got a nat one. Effect. Yeah. Crying so is a free action. Crying, crying is a free action. That's, that's not good. Well, crying is a failed save. Yeah, crying <laughs> is a failed save. Uh, t- to be more specific, that is actually an 11. With a natural one. With so natural. the degree of success goes down by one, making this a critical failure. Yeah. <laughs> so as you walk up to this other side of the room, you're you're taking a look at the statue, which you really haven't gotten a look at since last time you didn't really get that close. Nope. But just as you're starting to look at it and be like, I feel like I've seen you just suddenly get this wave of just absolute regret and sorrow wash over you. Like you have done something terrible and you have no way of fixing it. I shouldn't have gotten this time this waste I I need to get out of here I need to I need uh, to do something I need to so uh, the charcoal rubbings didn't do anything and I try to show you my book uh, it doesn't matter my whole life has been a waste I have spent so much time so much of my life just to try to figure out these things and I could have been doing so much more I could have helped more people I could have 
I, I, I could have used my knowledge that I've gained, but I've been so selfish. Do I need to make another save? Are you walking up towards him again? Yeah. I'm going to need another will save. 18. So that is a fail, just a regular fail. So you feel yourself sad. You know, you feel it kind of coming back. And it's a similar feeling of like, you know, sadness and regret. But you're not like overcome. It's oh. just like, I don't I don't feel good. I don't want to be here. Uh, so upon hearing you, like that's, I don't want to be here right now either. But, you know, that's just the statue. Let's get you. Come on. Come on. And I'm going to try to like drag you. Away. That's just the statue talking. I need to. I need to do something else. I need to. No, no, hey. Forget this. I need no, to. No, no, don't forget. You forget. No, you forgot enough. It's just. Come on. Let's. Let's just leave this awful room. I'll go talk. I'll go find the dwarf. And it's gonna be. It's gonna be fine. <sighs> Thank you. I, let us. Let us leave. Let us leave. As you're walking out of the cave, you pass Minbilgo Terranbor, the grouchy short gnome. <laughs> That was the architect guy as he's walking in and he just looks up at the two of your tear stricken faces and just goes fooling around with the statue again as he walks in. Um, Minbilgo. Gosh, I, I, what is that dwarf's name again? Minbilgo. No, the other one. Oh, you're talking about Bran. Yeah. Minbilgo. Do, do you know, um, do you know where Bran is? Last I knew he was over at the, the, what do you call it? The foreman shack. Uh, do, do, do you know how to? I know how to get there. I don't know. Thank you. Come, let's go to the foreman shack. It's gonna be okay. Kids these days fooling around with archaeological digs. Just patting your back with mage hand. <laughs> <laughs> so on your way back from the mine to the town of Copperburgit, you stop in at the foreman shack to speak with Bran, but as you approach the door, there's another one of the dwarves who's like, you know, dressed up in miner's attire and everything. He just holds out a hand to stop you. He's like, oh, sorry, can't come in. Uh, I need to, I I need to speak with Bran. Right, well, he's in here and he's working on a highly delicate experiment, he says with air quotes. Well, that's fine. I, I have a question. Can he come out here real fast? I've been told it's highly delicate and he can't even open the door. And he gestures behind him and the door is like welded shut in a couple spots. What? What? Um, <laughs> welded? That's a metal door. I'd say it's a baby announcement, but maybe he's well, announcing a baby. This, um, this was, um, can you tell him I stopped by an hour, Volden, he, he knows me. Of course. You got any cards? Uh, Maybe. Um, <laughs> I have an ace of spades. <laughs> I'm going to um, ruffle through uh, my backpack and um, pull out a, a blank piece of paper and just quickly scribble on my name and pass it to him. Highly professional. And he tucks it in a pocket. I, I used to have business cards, but they're no longer accurate. I, I still have a few. Uh, not the point. The point... Uh, then that has the information on it, I guess. Oh, yep. Howard Volden got your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure he gets you a message when he's available. Thank you. I guess, uh, and then I'm going to turn to Uver. I guess, um, I guess we just go back to the tavern now. I don't. Uh, yes. Um, I, I could use a, uh, something to drink, I think. 
Um, Don't get started too early. Uh, no, no, no. Um, a statue made us sad. It's okay. Or can move us in ways we don't understand. Uh, trust me, I don't understand this one at all. And I wish I did. Oh, I don't. I don't know what I wish right now. And with that, we're going to go ahead and cut away to see Hamir, who has, at by this point, gotten up, dressed, and is out of the tavern, heading out of town towards the farmland and forestry off towards the west. As he's walking down the roads and pathways heading out of town, he comes up to what appears to be an old abandoned barn. The inside is fairly empty and vacant, but if you knew what you were looking for, you might be able to identify a ring of sand in the inside and a few barrels and crates that have been set up along the walls, almost as if makeshift stadium seating. Yeah, so Hamir steps in, looks down at some of that sand where it looks like maybe there's a bit of blood mixed into it, and he puts some of that in a vial and puts it with his many, many little vials of esoterica <laughs> that he uses a lot. <clears throat> He's a sand vampire. Yes. I start biting the sand. Ugh. <laughs> 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 it's minerals are mine. <laughs> the sand is the gross part. <laughs> it's coarse. Rough. So, <laughs> um, Gritty. So after he puts the vial up, he's going to take out his chalice and just set it in the center of the circle and take a seat. And you hear a voice from the entryway to the barn. It's just like, bit early for killing I he <laughs> kind of just turns like, it's not usually what happens in this place no it ain't and a younger man with a scraggly beard and like sand blonde hair walks in and he's just got the hardest most like disapproving look on his face and his arms are crossed but you can easily tell like he's not confident like you know, the slightest change in the conversation might have him turning and running. Oh. <laughs> Can I help you? I don't know. Can you? Can you undo what you did last time? I don't know. What? What? What do you mean, what I did last time? I did, did what everyone else does. I just fought. Don't play stupid. What? Amy is kind of like, he looks a little confused. He's like, when was I here last again? So his like uncertain demeanor is kind of dissolving into just unbridled anger at this point. <laughs> and he's just like, stop playing around. You know, you know just as well as I do last time you were here, just about a week ago. He was a good man. I know who you are, but I don't know who you think you are, who you want to be, but... You didn't deserve it. Oh, it was after the mine, wasn't it? I, I don't know. Sorry, I just, there's been a lot going on, so I, I don't quite remember everything. I, I imagine I won the fight. Is that what you're upset about? Did you lose some money in a wager? <laughs> you won the fight. 
There are no winners in a fight like that when someone dies. Did he not live? <laughs> <laughs> when someone died, did he not live? Are you saying? I don't think I, you understand. <laughs> Is he him I, alive now? Are you saying I killed him? Are you saying you care so little you don't remember? I wouldn't say that exactly. Um, but, uh, I guess it wasn't really a highlight of my last week or two. He's fixed you with a glare now, and he begins purposefully striding into the center of the sand ring where you'd set your chalice. Here he gets up and he's like, I'd be careful. Unless you interrupt him, he is going to bend down and pick up the chalice. I'll trip him with my chains. <laughs> Go ahead and make an athletics check. I will. 31. This guy is getting shracked. That was a 19 on the die. So that's a critical success. Ooh! <laughs> Your chain wraps around both of this guy's legs, and he just slams down hard on the ground, and his head, like, clips the side of the chalice on the way down, and he takes four points of damage. Oof. I did try to tell you. That's a dangerous thing you're reaching for. He looks between you and the chalice and just grabs it and just throws it at you, and it just, like, rolls in the sand at your feet. And he's just like, get out of here. Um, well. All right, then. I suppose so. I was going to do something here, but you seem a little upset. Do you, is this your barn? <laughs> he, like, starts struggling against the chains a little bit as they're still wrapped around his feet, but they, like, don't come off immediately, and he just, like, in frustration, just turns and just, like, slams his face into the sand, just, like, hiding his face from you. Like a teenager. I pick up my chalice. I walk up next to him. And I'll pick his head up a bit out from the sand if I could uh, you can't hide away from everything forever sometimes you have to face the facts that some lives are more important than others and I'm not here to deal with your lives I'm here looking for the most important one so don't bother me again and I'll just drop his head back down into the sand and walk away and the camera will just like slowly crane down from a high shot to a lower shot as we watch Hamir just walk out of the barn, just leaving this figure in the sand as his chest starts to like heave from crying. Did you kill his lover or Dang, something? Dang, what the heck? I don't know who that guy was. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't bash his head in with my chalice <laughs> over and over again what <laughs> and I thought I was brutal <laughs> hard cut <laughs> we are back in was... the tavern who's all at the tavern everybody's at the tavern now as Hamir is opening the door and walking in party time 
has Uber kind of recovered from the whatever? Oh, yeah. By the time you've made it back to the tavern, like, you can still recall how it feels, but you've completely regained emotional control of yourself. See, see, gotcha. There, there. It was you don't, you didn't waste your life. You two look like you've been crying. Why what are you doing? You uh, dude, it was the statue. Did you not get the note? I, I left a note. No, uh, not you. I read the note. Oh, I was wondering where I There was a was. note. Who had a note? Yeah, they left a note letting us know that they were going what? to the cave. We're thingy. responsible and didn't want everyone to wonder where we were in case something happened. Well, I didn't see a note. You may have left before I made the note. I mean, it was less of a note than a um, message. That's true. It was a paragraph long. <laughs> no, I meant like they, you didn't leave. Like, we're not going to walk up to a piece of paper. I would tell everybody your business. When are we well, I leaving? Gave it to the bartender. I think it is best that we leave as soon as possible. Uh, no, I need, I have things to do in this town. I would also like to. Well, actually, is Dolvin going to be in, in the. You're doing your thing, right? Yes. Yes. Dolphin, is that yes to everything? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I, I think I'll join you if that's all right. Uh, I mean, yeah. I I don't see why it wouldn't be you were part of the thing. I, I yeah. I don't. Th- there, I mean, maybe maybe Sithri would have a problem with it, but I don't know if I don't know if she'll be there. So I don't think Sithri will have a problem with it at all. You don't know Sithri. Yeah, I I do. Sithri was. She's a real pain. Sithri was on a horse. <laughs> He remember his descriptor is more closely related to her character than your descriptor. If if you remember from that first episode, I yes I remember. There was a, an attempt to pull a prank and it failed. Yeah, yeah it wasn't me. We all we all look at heroes. I still have that paper. Probably by the dancing way. on Could stage. Could you throw that away or something? Sure, I put it in the fire. You you need to do your thing, and and I understand that. But I I do think that it's important that we make it to Tom Grove as as soon as possible, both to uh, set up your family and to to uh, talk to your uh, informer uh, or what not that that has information. Yeah, friend would be the best word, though I don't like it. How far away is Tom Grove? If you take the carriage that you have rented, it'll be just about a five-hour journey. Uh, I mean, it, I'm going to do the thing that I need to do at, like, noon-ish, so we, we'll have time to leave after that. I uh, could make everyone dinner at my house. You can cook? Yes. <laughs> I, I raised a child. Well, I, I raised a child, so yeah, I know how to cook. That doesn't... Okay. I also... Yeah, anyway. Alward takes a mental note in his head that he is going to do everything in his power to cook instead of him. Your father liked my cooking. And then Hamir looks at you for a minute blankly and then starts chuckling to himself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My cooking's bad. I assume. That was the joke. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and cook. It's fine. That sounds great. Or my mom. Can I've got cook. a great kitchen. His mother makes great beef stew. I know. Isn't, oh, didn't yeah. we have that? You had, you what had did we eat? Oh, what's the difference? And I made that. Oh. It was good, actually. Could use more salt. 
I rolled a 24 on my cooking check <laughs> for that. Screw you. <laughs> the clock strikes noon. Ding. Ding. We have a very dramatic ding. establishing shot as we're like cutting on each stroke stroke of the clock to all the different people who are present at this announcement. The mouse climbs over it. And hickory dickory duck, it is time for Alward to announce his decision. You should have said talk. You should have said talk. It is time for Alward. Jordy. Hickory dickory duck. It's time for Alward to talk. Jordy. You should have said talk. Hickory dickory duck, it's time for Alward to talk. Yeah. yeah. In all seriousness, you're in the tavern common room. You've got Dolvin, you've got Sithri, you've got the, all five of you, of course. Salazar is there. Uh, the rest of the research group is not because they're more, they've been brought in with Salazar and they're, they're still working on stuff. They can just hear from him. What's really important is that you've got Sithri and Dolvin both as representatives of the Infernal Mining Company and the Copper Burgett Mine, rep- respectively waiting to hear the decision from this third-party arbiter, Alward Volden, who will decide who gets to own that newly found portion of the mountain. So Alward um, sort of takes a deep breath, holds it in for a second, then lets it out, uh, turns around and says, all right, so uh, we are gathered here today because we need uh, I need to make a decision on who owns the new property established in the mountain range of the mine uh recently we got this bro Zephyr thank you Zephyr Uh, please refrain from making any more comments okay thank you you got this (laughs) with my cheerleader out of the way um (laughs) uh, I have uh done a lot of research over the past week and uh scoped the mine out thoroughly uh, a few times uh, and it is uh, my expert opinion that uh, the mine still belongs to the Copper Copper Burgett Mining Company uh, and it belongs that for another mile or so out. Uh, However, if the runes extend out past that point, anything past that point will become property of the Infernal Mining Company. Dolvin just like big grin. He's just like, I knew you had it in you. And Sithri just very calmly is like, do you have a map where these lines have been marked out clearly? Yes. And then I pull out a map that I uh, made uh, a few nights ago and like it's sort of older and show her uh, where the lines were drawn like however long back. Um, And this is the map that I use to make that reference. I'm going to ask for a legal lore or a society check. Oh boy. Oh no. You would have thought he would have asked for this the multiple times I was researching. He's going to fail because he's built for it. (laughs) (laughs) If you cursed me. (laughs) Don't mess up. You got a hero point. I don't want to use it for this. You you, you sure? Yes. Can I use my hero point because I screwed him over? <laughs> it's a 16, I think. Let me double check. I'll allow it. You'll allow You'll me allow to use it. the hero point? You can reroll. We don't speak uh, things into existence. Yeah, it's a 16. He, I'm going to spend my hero point for Michael Jenkins because I cursed his roll. I'm going to punch you if you fail this. Though. Deservedly so. 
That's so much better. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll refrain from speaking about dice rolls in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Except if it's to tell Jordy no. Yeah, always tell Jordy no. Uh, 27. That's a fail. <laughs> Regular <laughs> failure. As you're showing this map and all of the details and everything to Sithri, for the first time since you've ever met her, she appears to be impressed. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, nice job, Howard. <laughs> and Good she's job, like, Howard. These are you very well... <laughs> really wrote that map. These are very well written and well annotated. This is something I can bring to my superiors, and I believe that they will be satisfied with your decision. Thank you for your unbiased decision. Of course. And then she burns it. <laughs> <laughs> I've made copies. <laughs> and you get the sense that you may have actually shifted her attitude towards you and the party by one degree. Oh my goodness. That's good, because I don't imagine it started very high yeah. because of Sithry me. Will, will remember this. Yeah. Sithri liked that. <laughs> Sithri loved that. Oh. Oh. Uh, but, uh, Maps. One point is... for the party, two points for our. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is uh, my delegation. Uh, any further delegation uh, would most likely, due to the law of the area would have to be brought up to the um, area's uh, Linorm king, I believe, or the ruler, so to speak. All right, well, I don't think there'll be any need for that. Uh, cheers all around. We're all happy. Uh, drinks are on me. Great. Why, why <laughs> everyone is looking at Nero's, and I don't know why. I imagine that happens in world. He's like, drinks are on me. The whole party just looks at Nero's. It's just like, <laughs> and then Henry goes, great, great. Uh, Dolvin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to speak with Bran. He was busy today, is there? Oh, he's on a whole nother, I don't know, spirit journey or whatever he does with these sorts of things. Locks himself up tight for weeks at a time and starts working on experiments. Well, uh... When he locks out, I guess we're going to be in um, Tom Grove past today. If you could let him know, I need. I have several questions for him. Sure, sure. Uh, getting interested in his work, are you? Yes. All right, he'll like to hear that. He's always a fan of bright young minds who are interested in the same sort of technological wizardry that he uses. Good to hear. I bet he likes you a lot, Albert. Uh, he he scouted me for this whole. Anyway, thank. Just give him. The, let him know where we'll be, so I can talk with him. Of course, I'll bring it up in our next stand-up meeting. Is it a meeting where you stand up, <laughs> or is it a meeting about standing? I'm. It's where you you get in a group and you're like, so here's what we're doing today. Uh, a we're plan? professionals. Come on, a hour. planning it, it, meeting. Like a morning meeting. I, I've been here a while, and they do tend to do that. It's, well, it's actually it's quite efficient. All companies do that. I'm not... I've never heard it. A stand-up. That's just... It's a new phrase. What else would hear. you call it, Outward? A morning meeting. A right. planning meeting. I'll also bring it up in our sit-down meeting. If <laughs> What's that a sit-down meeting? It it's is. just like a stand-up meeting, except you do it sitting down. Okay, so you are standing during this? That's all I... Okay. I've been standing this whole time, but people keep thinking I'm sitting for some reason. I knew well, you were standing. You were I won't be me. standing for much longer. Bring me another round. But wait. You're drinking on, the, the here? One. This is the tavern. 
I thought we were still at the meeting room. This we're, is the meeting room. We're just meeting Wait, in the tavern. Wait, we're in the tavern? Yes. <laughs> How many have you already <laughs> taken? I, I've been distracted hey, today. Been drinking. Maybe, Maybe that's enough drinks, drinks for I you. I haven't had anything to drink. Shut, 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 shut. I don't. Uh, I would, Uber I, just looks at him and then looks down at the chalice. I, I, are you sure you haven't had anything to drink? I don't drink. I would suggest nobody alcohol. in the party uh, consume alcohol since we will be leaving soon. Not we, we even are. one. <laughs> that is a little. On the Can fire. you perform at your best if you have a drink? I think she performs. Better. The road to Tom Grove is pretty <laughs> safe. <laughs> <laughs> the road to Tom Grove is pretty safe. Jenkins, you've just given me the beautiful picture of you guys heading to Tom Grove on your wagon and then just like this wagon comes up behind you and this mage just starts flashing fire ice fire ice and he's like wee woo wee not <laughs> <laughs> even drinking he's an oscillating wave but Hamir's leading the horses and has not been drinking yeah, so it's okay it's I'm, I'm the designated driver <laughs> well in some states even having an open can of alcohol in your vehicle can be cause for a long yes. uh, Nero's well, uh, perhaps in the land and of the he just reaches kings. out to Nero's and grabs and just pour, pours it if you <laughs> well you didn't have to do that <laughs> it's just one drink. Okay, fine. One not drink. Not a lightweight. Please don't get drunk. I don't feel like dealing hey, with that. Hey, it's during the day. I don't. I don't get drunk during the day. It's true. The only time I've seen her blackout drunk was late at night. Thank you. On the stage. That is correct. But yeah. also, my sister. It, what about your sister? You're like the only other female that she's ever seen. What um, about your mum? Aside from her. So, your family is be quite sheltered. Okay, look. A good role model. I if mean, possible. you can tell her not to act like some people. Uh, like her. I'm, I'm just worried she's going to latch on to you like a big sister sort of thing. I, I've honestly, I've kind of ignored her this entire time. So. That's what makes me worried. What? Uh, did she not go to school? She did, but we haven't found a school in this area. It's, you've been here for years. We're in the land of the Linorm Kings. And I went to school. Not the Linorm schools. <laughs> I didn't go to school. Uh, I usually spoke at the schools, so... What? You what did you school? say? <laughs> what? what? I don't think I don't think any of us heard did what you, you said. Did you have a little bit to <laughs> did drink? Did you say you spoke at the school? You spooked the schools? <laughs> Ooh, I usually... <coughs> I, I I usually uh, spoke as the schools a little bit. But anyway, my mom was homeschooling her while we were trying to find a good All right. spot. Well, I'm sure your, your mom has some discernment on this, and it's fine. This whole thing was a joke because you're the only female in the thing, and the only one that's been introduced is my mother in Sifri. And? I feel like we need to push this a little further. She went to the marketplace several times, <laughs> and she never saw a female. Also I don't know. That. She doesn't speak about it. Meanwhile, she's the most consistent female aside <laughs> door, from my mother. The door to the tavern opens. Izel Sh- Shara walks in, just looks around, and is like, they've all forgotten about me. Walks <laughs> oh, back yeah. out. Oh, did you well, also she's forget the most about consistent. Dane? And- Dane's a female? She's not here. Esmeralda, the bartender's just frowning, yeah. shaking her head. None of you interact with her on Wait, a daily basis. To be fair, I barely interacted with But you're you're around more frequently. For like a day. (laughs) You're going to be around more frequently. I am? I'm assuming. All right, all right. (laughs) I'm leaving. And then (laughs) we do a wipe transition and everybody's on the wagon (laughs) heading to Tom Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Don't do no transitioning yet. He's got a sock to the dude. Oh, that's right. 
uh, Dolvin, before you delve into too much alcohol, oh. I have not been sitting on that forever. That was not sarcasm. <laughs> it was very good. Um, You've had too much to drink. <laughs> do you mind? Uh, do you mind if I pull you to the side for a moment? Oh, of course. You got something to ask me? Go ahead. Well, uh, yes. Um, but I, I, it was, it was more of a personal matter. Um, I've been thinking and. I've felt terrible about this since the last um, interaction, but how is your sister? He glances around a little bit and notices that we've gotten sufficient distance from the rest of the party and nobody's really picking up on how awkward that might have sounded without context. We're all too busy talking about my sister with... (laughs) This is all happening during all of the nonsense. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And he's like... She's doing better. I think I think we've made a positive impact in her life. So she's no longer um grieving? No, she's she's come around and she's she's come to see that it was the right choice to have him out of the picture. Alright, well, I appreciate that um you're willing to update me on these things and I I would like to extend my my talents for anything else if you need it. Of course. You're just as good as they said you'd be. If I ever have you need of your services again, I'll contact you. Well, as long as it helps, I, I won't do anything that hurts. If you know what I mean. <laughs> right. And he taps the side of his nose. Right. I'm not entirely sure what you mean by uh, you're, you're, typing, you're tapping your nose, but... Uh, we both know there's a an element of hurt that's in your line of work. Oh, you mean that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I did stab I him. I what I do for a moment. Uh, I, did, I did stab him twice. Um, uh, what the? So if, if, if you need anything, just reach out to me. I'll, I'll be around. Of course. And he takes your hand, shakes it. Now get yourself a drink. There's a long road ahead, I hear. Will do. Wipe transition. <laughs> what? Hard we, we, we didn't hear that. You can't question it. I didn't No, no, no. Hey, this is no. Hey, after no. the transition. No. No. We are we after the transition. Can't talk about it. <laughs> Stop no, no. it. So we've transitioned. Everybody's on the carriage heading off to Tomgrove. Uver is in the back seat losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> What's you? Uver, it's just the statue again. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Fortunately, the journey to Tomgrove is far less eventful than the journey to Copperburg. Hey, that's what and I said. It's just starting to get on towards that point in the day where the sun's starting to dip low in the horizon, but it's not exactly dusk yet as you begin pulling up to the outskirts of Tomgrove. So where do you live? Right there. <laughs> oh, it's just on the outskirts of town. That's great. It's just in town. It's on the oh. edge of town. Can you How are we going to return? Or this? There's a drop-off point in Tomgrove. Oh, good. <laughs> You're just going to drop things off? Otherwise, otherwise these things would have to always be two-way trips. Yeah, that would be there awful. Can, lots of people rent for one-way trips. What's the name of the company that we rented this carriage from? Hortz Rental Company. <laughs> Port? Hortz. 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 Rental okay. Company. Thank you. It's got on the side, it says uh, HRC, mm-hmm. on the side of the horses. 
<laughs> that's what that's what's branded, branded in them. Yeah, branded. on the side of the card, it's just yeah. written. It's branded on the side of the cart as well. <laughs> you know, they do that with a yeah. branding iron. It's Thank true. goodness uh, HRC has things set up all over. Otherwise, this would be a pain. Yes, HRC for all your horse drawn carriage needs. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> anyway, so assuming are we just going straight to my house? I'd assumed so. Alright. So it is Who has the helmet? I believe I You're do. not allowed to come to the house. Oh right, we did oh, talk about right. that. I was gonna hang back. So I'm gonna pull us over first next to uh essentially a tavern. Uh, right? Yeah, a well put together one. It looks like it's very busy all the time. All right, you go in there. Zephyr, look at me. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> you go in there and you ask for Rhea turn and tell her you're a friend of the soldier. Sorry, I have to make some mental notes. Well, write faster. <laughs> Don't let her talk you into doing anything. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I don't have any. She might get some ideas from you. (laughs) Maybe I don't want you to bring along more friends for my (laughs) sister to have a better. I know, women. Don't let her talk to (laughs) you into anything. Listen, I'm looking at your faces, and it's not what you think. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) No, it's not what it sounds like. I'm, I'm quite Neil's going influential. Mm. I'm just covering my sister's ears. Just up here, come over here. With mage hands. Come I, here. I come here. Want to. Get here. I grab Zephyr. And I pull. I'm like, Zephyr, if she tries to get you to fight, don't do that. Oh, well, okay. I don't fight anyone anyway. Good. Now get in there. <laughs> I push you off of the cart. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> And then I go. <laughs> and as Zephyr is pushed through, it's like the swinging saloon doors from like a Wild West, and they like slam shut behind him, and then the cart just keeps moving. And we'll come back and see what happens to Zephyr in a minute. Please tell me the tavern instantly goes silent when he gets pushed through. Okay, everybody needs to stop because Sven is dying right he needs now. To Sven, let it out. <laughs> He's literally He's hyperventilating and convulsing and is about to explode over there. <laughs> oh. oh gosh. You were, I honestly thought you are going to pass out or something. It's like, we got to let him laugh. So the wagon then begins rolling on just as the swinging saloon style doors of the tavern come to a close. And we'll come back and see what happens to Zephyr later as the camera continues to follow the wagon on its way to Hamir's old house. Next episode of The Witten and the Lost Guy. <laughs> so we come up to the house. It is a two-story house. It's pretty good size. Like you could have a good family there. Um, but it derelict isn't quite the right word it's not very well kept a little rundown some yes i imagine it's still probably snowy from last time i was here hasn't been all that long yeah a little bit of snow left it's been warming up but it did snow five days ago yeah so there's a lot of just untouched snow except for in the front where it looks like there was 
a, a lot of movement. Um, but yeah, so the house isn't super great. It, it looks like it needs a lot of work, but um, it looks like it'll keep us warm and stuff inside. Yeah. Uh, upon pulling out, it's just like, oh, uh, it has good bones. <laughs> it's not great. You don't have to. Okay, thank This was you. my parents' house, and they left or they died. I don't really know, but I got the house. Honestly, it looks like nobody's done anything to try to keep up with the, you know. But I've been living here for only two years. You've been living here, and it looks like this? Actually, maybe more than two years. I don't remember. Okay. <clears throat> so um, come on inside. There's plenty of room for everyone. Can I do the thing... You gave me access to a thing that doesn't technically exist, and I promised I wouldn't use it over much. Can I do my ritual here for my unseen servant? Oh, that. Yes, you could, but okay. it'll take some time. Yeah. I'm assuming, like, a day or however long. It's only one servant, man. It takes a full day. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start getting some things set up, if that's okay. That's fine. Okay. Let me show you around. I just need to know where the living room is. Right in the door. Okay. It's the first room. I'm going to start prepping things just while he shows everybody else around. All right. Here's the kitchen. There's the bathroom. There's another one upstairs. There's the there's the dining room. There's the den. There's the basement over there. Don't go down there. It's not very well put together, and it floods a lot. Upstairs, there's five bedrooms. <laughs> Did you say internal plumbing in five bedrooms? <laughs> Did you say in this world with no internal plumbing, there's an upstairs bathroom? Okay, so yes, there could be internal plumbing. That's true. Not in Tom Grove. Fair. My parents were ingenuity. Uh, don't don't so, you mean that they were? Uh, how many of us are there? Uh, never mind. No, they're ingenious. One, sure. Two, three. I guess I don't know. Four, five. There's five Six. of us plus the two, right? Plus yeah. Two. All right, so they could take your family could take the master bedroom. What? Uh, thank you. Zephyr's not staying here, at least. Any of you who don't want to stay here are welcome to stay somewhere else. Uh, Zephyr, can you help me real fast? Also, Zephyr's uh, not here. Oh, right. Sorry, not Zephyr. Uver, can you come help me real fast with this as I'm continuing to draw things for the ritual? Uh, also. Uh, certainly. What are you drawing? Don't worry about it right now. Well, just help me with this. Uh, uh, okay. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm? Well, they're going, doing things. Will you help me move this trunk from the master bedroom? Sure. Okay. Thank you. What's in it? I get really close to you. It's, uh, Howard's dad stuff. Oh. That's I don't awkward. want it in the same room. Yeah, no, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah, I'll help bed. you move it. Thank you. You're Please, everyone, do not can step put it in the in basement. This circle. I'm sure they'll want it to look through it later, see, but uh, not right now. Yeah, it's exact fair. shape that this needs to be. Exactly. A circle. Uh. As Hamir and Neros are coming back up out of the basement, the front door to the cottage swings open and in steps an old woman that none of you recognize. She looks just as shocked as the rest of you. Hey, what are you doing in my house? And that's where we'll end this episode. I'll kill you! (laughs) (laughs) Sam, what card did you get? Oh, uh, I got 
It's an interesting card. <laughs> How do you spell that? You can laugh now, Sven. It's okay. <laughs> Play your trumpet hands into the mic. <laughs> what, what'd you get, Sam? So I got tuck and roll. Play after. I had this before. If a creature hits you with a strike or a hazard hits you with a strike, uh, I can just use this to take the minimum amount of damage and fall prone. Nice. I actually used this Beautiful. one's ability before. I think you did use I got it before. Critted by some mm-hmm. the spider. Yeah, I think so. it was. I think it was in the fight during the Duragar. Yeah, I think it was with the spider. All right. Well, uh, thank you for this. Um, I'm gonna go and watch the uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie. <laughs> And then read some comics that I have. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you all in the next episode. What? We cut back briefly to outside of the tavern, just as Zephyr is walking through the doors. And we're looking from the rooftops over the shoulder of a short figure draped in blue fabric with a hood over its head watching everything from the top of a chimney. This has been an Atomic Broadcasting production. Pathfinder, Galarian, and the Lost Omens world setting are copyright of Paizo. More information at paizo.com. Music in the show is from Monument Studios Collection, as well as assorted artists with some original tracks composed by Jordy Hake. More details in the description. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to share with a friend, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next time. (laughs) What? 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 Jacob was referencing Rashomon.